Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, Sure, you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and we are a day earlier than usual talking sports, 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 as it is American Thanksgiving weekend that we will be celebrating, the three of us up here in Kenyatta. Joining me today to talk Week 12 in the National Football League is Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill? It is going just fine, Mr. Pierce. All right, good to have you back. And also joining us is a man who would definitely hire Condoleezza Rice to be the head coach of his football team, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Well, let me tell you something about my Condoleezza Rice hiring is that uh, she would want to prepare as though every week we were going against Aaron Rodgers. And I, I would show her what I would think would be incontrovertible photographic evidence that Aaron Rodgers only plays for one team. But she would say, nope, trust me, Aaron Rodgers is on all the teams, and therefore we should start bombing him. Jeez. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, she, 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 she lied about the war in Iraq. <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble. You save that stuff for your regular pod, for your for your own uh, show, good sir. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everybody's bagging on Condoleezza Rice, right? Okay, for being like I head coach of the Cleveland Browns. I'm gonna go the other way. I think Condoleezza Rice is overqualified to be the head oh, coach of the Cleveland I Browns. I fundamentally, yeah. I fundamentally agree with that. I think I'm I like, think that I I might be overqualified to be head coach of the <laughs> Cleveland Browns based on the fact that Hugh Jackson just had that job. But, I think a lot of people are overqualified for it. Not only that, but like, let's aim higher. Like, like, how, how does this grab you? Condoleezza Rice, commissioner of the National Football League. Let's just that, let's, let's just get Roger Goodell. Let's just hey, step aside there. Yeah, hey. no, I've. <laughs> She's like, like, at least how about this? The PA needs a better representative, right? I bet Condoleezza uh, Rice would get them better deals. She gets that franchise <laughs> tag the hell out of here. I tell you what. So, Good so point. there's that. Oh God, what a bizarre, bizarre conversation. <laughs> I can't believe what it absolutely was. Nope. I don't know what is going on over there, but we are going to plow through. So, American Thanksgiving Day this weekend, so we have a litany of Thursday night football matchups, and we will be doing, here's the thing, we are going to figure out the three of us, we're going to come to a consensus, we're going to pick all three games on, we're going to make a three-team teaser and a three-team parlay. Using just the three games on, on the on the American Thanksgiving Day game. Since we're right. going to be watching all those games together, we're going to come up with that, and we're going to decide how many uh, how many millions we want to put on on our three team teaser. But uh, we're going to come to our, a consensus live on this podcast on the three bets. So let's just head right into it. First up, my Detroit Lions, creators of the Thursday American Thanksgiving football, are hosting. The hot, hot, hot Chicago Bears and the Mitchell Trubisky's. The Trubisky's are minus three and a half road favorites. The Trubisky's may not be the Trubisky's. And I think this this line was at five and Mm -hmm. now is down to three and a half. And I would suspect Mitch Trubisky might not play is the reason why. Here's the other reason that, well... The NFL shouldn't allow this, and they, mm-hmm. and as much fun as it was the the Vikings Bears game, which was fine for Sunday night. Uh, the Bears are finishing at 11:30 p.m. on Sunday night and playing at 12:30 p.m. on Thursday afternoon. That shouldn't be allowed. 
No. Like Thursday, like Sunday to Thursday transitions are hard enough as it is. But when you put one team going into the very late evening and then they have to fly to Detroit, Michigan and play 80s odd hours later, that's not okay. That's really, really not good. Uh, and that's if, if Trubisky misses this game, that'll probably be why. Because he'd had 80 hours to recover from an NFL game. Uh, I, I want the Lions here. Uh, and, uh, if you're betting the Lions here, get in as soon as you can and get the points while you can. Because I have a feeling that people are going to start banging Detroit on this pretty bat- pretty quickly. Um, I'm actually kind of dismayed that if, if Cam Newton had brought the Panthers back this past weekend, mm-hmm. I think that we'd get an extra three, four points here with this line. But uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely want Lions in the points here. Definitely want that. How do you feel, Bill? Yeah, I, I think without Trubisky's playing in this game, and I really probably want to hit the Bears. Um, but you don't have Trubisky in this game again. A pretty darn short week. Uh, Lions- and that's a that's a maybe. It could be Chase Daniel, who is collecting a lot or collected a lot of paychecks over the years because he's a good dude and like theoretically he's a good backup NFL quarterback. We've just yeah. never actually had to see it. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you know what? Like, hey, you're a good uh, guy in the guy in the room, and people people like you, and you get along well. Whoever the starter is, like, that's been like sort of Chase Daniels' ticket to a significant amount of money in his life. And yeah, good for he him. made it. He made it. Hmm. Yeah, it's good, good for him. It's a good player. Good player. Good locker room guy. It's a good player. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. God, it seems like you're supposed to take the Lions here, I, and and I don't like it you guys because I'm, I'm i'm worried stafford has been getting obliterated these last few weeks and now he's got to go up against khalil mack and, and crew right so I'm, sure. I'm i'm worried the short turnaround for the bears should help them because like trubisky's not really hurt right it's just that they don't feel comfortable sending him out there with this quick a turnaround that that am, am i right on that or is there an injury that i haven't read about no he he, he messed up his shoulder against okay Minnesota. so it was like a slight shoulder thing okay yeah but obviously if this um, game was on a sunday he would there would be no question that trubisky there playing, would be, it right? would be far yeah. more likely that he'd be mm-hmm. good to go yes far more likely very very interesting um uh, i still like the i like the lines though and uh i just looked home. this up by the yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They've got to win over uh, New England at home. They've got to win over the Panthers at home. I I like Detroit in this game. Like I I I don't understand. To me, like this line just based on the rest factor and all those things. I understand why Vegas did it the way they have. But to me, I I I I would consider betting the Lions on the on the money line. Like this, I think that I think the Lions are the best bet to win this game. If this was a Sunday game, I wonder if it would be closer to. A- pick or maybe lions minus one or something like that but because but there's a lot of public money on american yeah day. american yeah. thanksgiving all good three point. games are now public or are now yep. public games right so you yep, gotta take into point. account weird lines um i was thinking about this the other day craig um which franchise in in sports ha- has a bigger aura let's say for lack of a better term around them without having enough championship credentials to kind of deserve that aura? Um, is it the Chicago Bears or the New York Knicks? Is it the Toronto Maple Leafs? <laughs> well, I, I don't know about, like, I don't know about the, the, the Leafs, because the Leafs, like, I don't know. Because the, the Leafs are a whole other thing, because we're so close to that. But I'm just like... No, no, yeah, you're right. There just isn't... Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right that there the Leafs should be in that category. But, I mean, the, the yeah. Leafs at least got 
a guy to come join them via free agency for the first time in in a long time. But uh, I mean, no, I, you're right. Uh, there, yeah. There's uh, a lot to the Bears that shouldn't necessarily be there. The mystique, right? Like, and, and it's like yeah. they haven't won a title in nearly 40 years, right? Like, and they have the one. Like the one, and it's the same with the Knicks, yeah. right? Where the Knicks haven't won a title in 50 years, but it's like, oh my God, you've got to go play for the Knicks, one of the most storied franchises in the NBA, and it's like they got one title. Why are they storied, right? It's just, it's just, uh, just yeah, no, I, I think it's weird too. Yeah. Uh, can I add? Uh, yeah, I. But here, quickly on the Bears. Yeah. Um, their defense was fantastic on Sunday so night. Good. Really, really, really good. And I know Cousins made some mistakes, and he certainly did. We'll talk about that a little more. We can talk about the Vikings, I hope. But um, their defense was great. Uh, they probably, based on how good their defense played, they should not have had any business with that game being as close as it was. Yeah. Trubisky was not good enough. Yeah, the air. If Trubisky, if Trubisky was better, that game wouldn't have been close. The air kind of got let out of the building a little bit, I thought. And maybe you felt it too watching this, Bill, because, I mean, obviously the Vikings are your team, but it really felt like the the Bears fans were ready to get back and start doing the monsters of the midway stuff and being like, oh my god, it'll it's just like 06. We don't really need a quarterback who's good. And and Trubisky, I mean, say what you will about Trubisky, he's probably or at least they're scheming him better than Rex Grossman ever. They're was, certainly right? scheming him better yeah. than Rex Grossman. Um, yeah. So there's that, but it was real like the monsters of the midway. And then all of a sudden, Kirk Cousins had the ball with a chance to you know get a two point conversion. And then it, it's like all of a sudden they're a two point conversion and an onside kick away from from maybe stealing it. And they were and the Bears fines were kind of like, all right, let's uh, let's put away the uh, <laughs> you know let's put away the well, monsters the of the thing. midway thing. <laughs> the Bears had a couple of turnovers in their own territory. Yeah. If the Vikings cash in a touchdown on either of those, that game is totally different. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that game's a, totally different. That, that Chicago play. defense played well for yeah, sure. They yeah, really did. Um, that was the best unit that played in that game, and it wasn't even close. But, I mean, like, there was also, like, the Cook fumble when they were driving, right, which is one of those things yeah. that yeah. Let, lets you know that, like, that, that put that in the thing of momentum's not a real thing because <laughs> the Vikings had all the momentum in the world on that drive, and then all of a sudden, whoops, they didn't have the football anymore. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're... It, it was it was a weird game. It, it was a very entertaining game, but it was a weird game. And there, there was the Cousins pick six that was just, like... I'm not even sure if there was a Viking player on that side of the field when he threw the ball. It just seemed like there were three bears there. And it was just... Rudolph, I think, broke off a route that he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, or, yeah. or he was supposed to break it off, and Cousins didn't know one of them was wrong about what that route was supposed to be. Yeah, it was yeah. it was bad. It was bad. Um, uh, before we move on from this game, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, not Kirk Cousins, excuse me, Chase Daniel has thrown 78 passes in his NFL career, which is um, almost a decade old. Oh he uh, signed on in 2009. He has thrown 78 passes in that career, which I believe is the same number Patrick Mahomes threw just last night. Uh, <laughs> might be exaggerating slightly. Uh, nonetheless, would you guys like to know, venture how much money Chase Daniels made for those 78 pass attempts? Okay. Ten years he's been in the league. Yeah. Wow. Making league minimum at the start. Uh, if he yeah. does not get cut by the Chicago Bears uh, between now and the end of next season, Chase Daniel for those 78 pass attempts – well, it might be a couple of more, obviously, if he plays on Sunday. We'll have earned a cool $34.5 million. Oh, my God. I was going to say 20 <laughs> I was going to say 20 and I was going to throw up in my mouth. I, I thought that was too high. $34 million for Chase. Rocking 400000 a pass. We should yeah. all be so lucky. <laughs> Honestly, like, you know, we see this in the NBA, too. The guy that yeah. can stick around because he's a good dude and people like him in the locker room and whatnot. Towel waiver, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Clear. People people seem to like Chase Daniel. I think he's a nice guy. So yeah, he can be the backup quarterback on my team. Chase Daniels, I made thirty four million, and I don't have brain damage. Why isn't the NFL using him as like one of their spokes guys for like uh, for Chase million, Daniels? Right, thirty four million. Daniels have any brain damage? Yeah. Uh, just to to clarify, uh, Chase Daniel has been sacked uh, seven times in ten years. So <laughs> that's one way to avoid brain damage is oh, is get hit seven times over the course of a decade. <laughs> All right, so we are going to God. I don't agree with this, but we're gonna we're gonna take the Detroit Lions as the first uh, leg of our three team teaser. I just think that the rest factor alone means you. It's gonna be a sloppy game, and you want the points. So as long as this is more than a field goal, I'm taking Detroit. All right, I just. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll have to figure. It. So that's the first part of our, our of our three team teaser. We'll come up with a parlay later, but uh, where, we can, where we can move the lines a little bit. Uh, next up, the Washingtons. And what's left of Alex Smith's foot? My God, that was. Uh, uh, if, if, like, gruesome. I was watching that on on Red Zone, like I do most Sunday afternoons. Mm-hmm. And Scott Hansen says to us, "No, no, just if you're squeamish, don't look at this." And both my wife and I are like, "Oh, we'll watch this." Yeah. And then we saw it. And we're oh, like, I oh, think I know what's gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we, we should have listened to Scott Hansen. We both yeah. kind of said afterwards, like that thing. was a mistake. Here's the thing. That wasn't even the most gruesome leg injury in the history of that team. Blake? Would you like to hear something even more ridiculous? Go ahead. That wasn't the most gruesome leg injury in the history of that team that occurred on November the 18th. Oh, my God. The same day, both times? No, Joe Theismann was November the 18th. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Ah, yeah. So who's it? It's Colt McCoy starting for Washington. Yeah, um, and I will say this. Yeah. I thought Colt McCoy was pretty good on Sunday. Yeah, um, that was – God, that was such a weird game. I got the dream scenario. I mean, not the way I wanted it to because obviously I didn't want Alex Smith's foot to fall off because by all accounts, Alex Smith seems like a pretty solid dude. <laughs> um, no pun intended. But uh, I just – yeah, I, I mean, that was the dream scenario for me because I had Washington plus the three, but I also had Houston over for the season, right? So Houston winning by two, I was just like, hmm, uh, that wouldn't have worked out better if I played it in Madden myself. Right? Yeah, uh, so, I could have I been calling the plays for both teams there. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's tied late. I'm just going to run backwards here. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, safety. Whoops. <laughs> oh, no, I slipped on a banana peel in the end zone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, they're heading to Dallas to take on the resurging, hot, potentially NFC East winning Dallas Cowboys. Are you worried about your Dallas over bet, Craig, right yes. now in week 12? I really didn't think that I'd be wondering about that, uh, the consecutive wins in Philadelphia and Atlanta. Uh, obviously, if they go 8-8, eight and eight, I'm still okay. And maybe they will. Mm-hmm. But I did not think that consecutive wins in Philadelphia and in Atlanta were going to be things that I had to deal with. And if they had lost one of those games, I pretty much would have been off to the races. So uh, I'm more worried about it than I was two weeks ago. I can promise you that. I really liked it when they were 3-5 and five and had to essentially go 6-2 uh, and two the rest of the way. Now they have to go 4-2 and two for me to lose. And I look at the schedule here. And I, I actually think that the Washington team might win this week. I think this line's a little high. I think that they're not believing Colt McCoy quite enough. And like you mentioned, public line, everyone wants to bet on Dallas on Thanksgiving. So I think we should take advantage of that. Uh, nonetheless, I look at the, the Cowboys schedule here and thinking to myself, hey, where am I going to get my three losses from? And if, I, if I'm lucky enough to get this week, uh, they host the Saints next week, then host the Eagles at the Colts. 
and they better get those losses soon because home the Tampa Bay and at the Giants are the last two. So I, I think I might need them to lose three out of four here. Yeah. The New Orleans, I'm looking, you got that New Orleans one that's probably, that's going to be in prime time. I assume that it will be a loss. I mean, you don't want to assume things, but you're staring at your third loss, I think. I, they'll probably lose in Indianapolis as well, but you're staring, um, you're looking at when they go to Philly. That, the, no, that they or, host or, sorry, Philly. when they host Philly and when they go to Giants Week 17, and I don't think you really want to be, I don't think you really want them to be 8 and 7. Going no, no, I do not. I'm just like, why did the like when they lost that game to Tennessee on Monday Night Football? I'm like, yeah. oh, this couldn't be going any better. This is great. Yeah. And now it's not so great. I think that Washington might beat them this week, though. If Washington beats them this week. I'm back in the catbird seat. Mm-hmm. Dallas minus seven and a half, Bill. Definitely the Washingtons. Uh, Dallas isn't good enough to get more than a touchdown on many yeah. teams. And Washington's mediocre, so uh, I'll go with Washington. You mentioned it. I think that if this was a Sunday game, this is a different line. I think that the the, the people that are setting the lines here are thinking to themselves, it's Thanksgiving Day, and everyone wants to bet on the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. because I mean, that's just a reaction to McCoy, too. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah I, I'm sure that's part of it. But I, I think that if this was a Sunday football game, I think that this line would be different. It would be... Maybe a couple of points lower. So I'll, I'll gladly take the Washington team and a touchdown. I'll gladly take that. Yep. The Washingtons are seven and three against the spread, three and one on the road, four and two at home, three and one on the road. I'm those two game. losses against they, they have against the spread, I bet heavily on them in those two games. Oh, <laughs> two geez. of those, two of those three losses. Uh, Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> they they just they play dirty football and they keep it close, right? And yeah. So one would think getting a touchdown. And uh, this is going to be, I think, an old school football game. Like uh, th- this, this game, I, I I expect to be the antithesis of what we just witnessed in that Monday night. <laughs> yeah, that's a very right? good way to phrase this game. Like, if you like Monday night football, maybe make sure your meals between four thirty and seven thirty. <laughs> yeah, <really laughs> Happy is. Thanksgiving, America. <laughs> yeah, because like this game is going to be a lot of Adrian Peterson. I th- well, I think I think Washington is going to use all four of their running backs. And I think there's going to be a lot of Dak Prescott read options and Ezekiel Elliott, you know, running the ball. And I don't expect it to be a chuck fest. So I kind of like Washington getting the, the, the seven, getting plus the touchdown. Yeah, I, I, it's, I agree. Let's 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 take Washington as the second part of our, of our three team. It doesn't matter because Detroit will choke. So uh, so it won't matter who we pick in this one because one ticket will already be dead. So, Bill, you're comfortable going with Washington? Very all right. So if we want to do a teaser, we could tease the Lions up to ten. Yes. Giving plus ten, we can tease the Washington team up to giving plus thirteen and a half. That's how we want to do this. All right. So that's that's what we'll do so far. So Detroit, we're gonna tease up, and then Washington, but then we're gonna figure out the third leg of our. Because uh... what, what what I'm thinking we do for the third leg is just bet the over. Oh, we'll talk about this game in a second. But betting the over on fifty four sounds fun for the night game. Um. You got fifty four right now, or you, if, you if we if we tease it, it down, we can tease it down to fifty four. Yeah. Okay, so, so I've got it sitting at sixty currently. Yes, the, the, this is sitting at sixty. A yet another sixty line. Um, the Atlanta Falcons. Wait, wait. Sorry, go ahead, Craig. I'm just to say the last sixty line we had covered about a second possession of the third quarter. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was quite. <laughs> Quite good, quite nice. Did they did they cover the over under on sixty? <laughs> they covered the over under on one hundred and three. Yeah. It was, <laughs> th- what was it? Third highest scoring game in the history of yeah. the league, I believe they said. 
the yeah, first time two teams that both teams get above 50. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so teams that have scored 50 in NFL history are like 272 and one now. So the Chiefs are the one. Oh my <laughs> lord! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta Falcons head to Nolens, New Orleans laying 13. You guys. Um, I just look at what. Dak Prescott and friends were able to do to the Falcon defense this past week, and they made them look pretty silly a couple of times. And I see the meat grinder that the Saints have put teams in the last couple of weeks. I just don't understand how the Saints don't score every time they have the ball. Yeah, um, Like, the 13's high. I understand that. But, like, and I know these games are typically close, and these games are great. We've talked about it the last time these two teams played. Like, we owe Drew Brees and Matt Ryan a debt of gratitude for how awesome these games have been while these guys have been the quarterbacks of these teams. Um, I just, the talent disparity is is just massive here between the Saints offense and the Falcon defense with all those guys that the Falcons are missing. And they have four days to prepare for this offense that's humming along at this level, like I just think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be messy. I think the Saints are gonna score almost every time. Um, I agree with everything you said, but I, I'm a, I'm gonna lobby for the for the plus thirteen. What do you think, Bill? You kind of be the tiebreaker on this one, and then we'll see if we can come to a consensus. I'm a, I'm gonna lobby for the plus thirteen. I would have said. In fact, I think I did say yesterday. I love the the Falcons at plus thirteen. But yeah, they. I mean, there's just hasn't been a time where the Saints have had trouble getting it going this year. Um, so it's it's hard to suggest now that the Falcons should be able to move the ball too. Um, I, I think I hold my nose and take the 13 here. Uh, I, I I don't think I ever want to have 13 points out there because you know I think a backdoor cover is is yeah. pretty likely here. I think the Saints are gonna put a hurting on the Falcons. But once you're up by 20, maybe they let off the gas, which they didn't do against Kansas City, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know who the Saints didn't let up off the gas against? The Eagles. Yeah. They were throwing Camara. Th- they were yeah. throwing Camara 40-yard wheel route bombs. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah. And go, like, sure, more power to you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. So I don't want to count on them to do that. To me, if you're betting on the Atlanta cover, you're saying, okay, the Falcons are scoring 35, and the Saints are scoring less than 48. Which, like, if you want to bet that, sure. But the Saints' defense has been so good lately. I don't know if Atlanta's getting that 35, man. Yeah, they've had trouble moving the ball against not bad teams. Yeah. Although, yeah. I guess the Saints' defense falls into not bad category. Well, they're pretty good. Yeah, they've, been, they've been good lately. Yeah. Uh, Saints' point totals uh, the last couple of weeks. 48, 51, 45, 30. Yeah. I just, these two teams cannot not play close games. Like they, they just, yeah. they just can't, right? Like, like yeah. can't you see Atlanta? Saints won by ten. Saints yeah. won by ten in Atlanta earlier this season. Mm-hmm. The Saints scored thirty-three, uh, forty-three, by the way, in that game. Yeah. God, so the Falcons got thirty on or thirty-three. Yeah. God, they're so good. Oh, man, I just, I just know if if we take that minus thirteen, I just know we're gonna be killing ourselves if if. The Saints' lowest point total in the Superdome yeah. season, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they scored 21 against Cleveland in Week 2, which was kind of the bizarro situation. Yeah. But other than that, they've cracked 40 in every home game this season. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, but that's is, a lot. Isn't Atlanta going to get 28 in this game? Probably. Okay, so Atlanta get Okay, so you're thinking, you know, 41-28. 
Okay, hey, sure. Three and two I'm... against the spread at home are the Saints. Five and zero oh on the road. Covered every time on the road at home. Three and two at home. Ah, man, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I'm, I'm, I'm really torn. This is a good line. Uh, tease wise, what do you have in mind? I'm thinking we just tease down the over and bet the over on 54. Okay. So. And then we bet. The, so, so we bet the Lions plus the 10. So the Lions plus uh, 10. Washington team plus 13 and a half, and then the over on 54 in this game, and that's how we do a teaser. I love all those. All right, yeah. So the over on fifty four. All right, just fifty four straight. Or literally four and a half. Fifty four even. That's what I've got here. Do you All want right. me to literally place this bet as we sit here and talk that, about it? That's I will. the one I do, and we can worry about getting okay. a pro line ticket the day of. But so we. I'm got, in for ten five G's. Yeah, so ten five G's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Detroit. So we're gonna tease Detroit plus ten. Washington plus 13 and a half, and then the over 54 on Atlanta, New Orleans. I like that. I like that. And as for our three-team parlay, we are going to go Detroit plus the three and a half, Washington plus the seven and a half. And I feel like you guys want are, are leading more towards the minus 13. God. Oh, man. I, I don't know. Like, I, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I just need the case that the Saints don't score 50 points in this game. And I just I have a hard time believing they won't. I know that sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> this offense and this defense, and, like, obviously, if you if you want the DVOA to back me up here, Saints on offense, number three. I think that's, like, short-selling them a little bit. Uh, and the Falcons on defense, uh, you may not believe this, but they are sitting at a cool 32. Really? That's not very good. Well, all right, let's let's do it. Let's be let's be suckers. Let's let's lay the let's lay with New Orleans. So we're gonna lay the minus thirteen with New Orleans. All right. So Detroit, Washington, New Orleans is is what we're gonna do. All right, let's head to the Sunday games. We've got first up Oakland heading to Baltimore. Baltimore laying ten and a half at home. You guys. Um. Oakland coming off their second win of the season. Uh, looking for two in a row. After a last-second field goal to put away the other worst team in the National Football League, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, hey, Buffalo, let's not forget the Buffalo Bills. That's true. Yeah. Bills Mafia represent. Yeah. Um, haven't been seen a lot from Bills Mafia this year, i got to say. I feel like we, I know, we're I'm like, kind of upset we haven't seen someone go through a flaming table I, I'm yet. I'm kind of something. upset we haven't seen Nathan <laughs> Peterman go through a flaming table, quite frankly. Um, who is playing quarterback for the... Josh Allen. Josh Allen is going to play for... Yeah. No, I meant for Baltimore. For Baltimore, who's playing? Oh, excuse me. I do not know the answer to that question yet. I hope it's Lamar Jackson, because that's way the hell more interesting. That was uh, interesting, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, so... Baltimore, when they announced it was Lamar this morning, Baltimore went up to minus... They went from minus four and a half to minus six and a half when they announced that they weren't starting Flacco and they were starting Jackson which was nuts to me. And then I went and I was like, I'll take Cincinnati plus the six and a half, please. And, uh, that's certainly covered. Yeah. That obviously turned out well. <laughs> so, and mm-hmm. I don't think there was a moment where I, I felt like it, it wasn't going to cover watching that game. Um, it, it was crazy. They did a lot of, uh, I mean, if you don't count actually throwing the ball, uh, Lamar Jackson had a pretty good game. I thought, <laughs> like it was weird. It was, it was clear that they just weren't like, and I'm not saying that he might, he, isn't necessarily can or can't be a great uh, 
a great thrower, but like I just don't know if it's there right now. Yeah, and it was clear, it, like the evidence was clearly there in in that Sunday night game, considering they everything was was designed for him to run. Like he he, he all those there were all those weird stats about how much he ran the ball, and you know most since Robert Griffin the third, and 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 that was in one game, not an entire season of RPO with with Robert Griffin, right? So it was. Bizarre. Um, minus the ten and a half, though, is is. I realize they're playing Oakland, but I have this game as a stay away because there's just no way I'm laying ten and a half with the Baltimore Ravens. What do you think, Bill? I think exactly that. Um, yeah, Oakland or not, o- Oakland's played some games where they completely quit, and I could see Baltimore beating them by thirty-eight. Um, but maybe after they're coming off a win, they play a little bit harder and, and they keep this one a bit closer. I don't want to go anywhere near this, but I think I like Oakland a little bit better. Scott Hansen. <laughs> this early. It was either this or Jacksonville Buffalo. Yeah. And sure, this. Uh, yeah. If Joe Flacco's playing quarterback, Scott Hansen, yeah. do not show this game. Yeah. Uh, and and I I know Cincinnati Cleveland's on the board. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I uh, I I I think Oakland, but I'm gonna try to avoid gambling on this game, so I don't have to think about it. This is a really bad week for football. I'm actually soaking in yep. some of these matchups. Oh my lord, is it puke? Um, all right, moving on. Uh, the aforementioned Jacksonville Buffalo game. Uh, Buffalo coming off a bye, Jacksonville coming off a completely pants-shitting fourth quarter against the Steelers. Jacksonville somehow favored that by Jags three on the That Jags defense road. was playing so well. Yeah. That, they were playing so well, and all of a sudden the wheels just completely and totally fell off. They needed, like, one more play from Blake Bortles, and they didn't get it. Yeah, they, well, they also, you know, they... they, they they didn't go for the throat. Like we mentioned earlier no. about how New Orleans goes for the throat and, and other and, and uh the Chiefs and the Rams all go for the throat. And uh Yeah, uh Jacksonville needed like one first down to win that game and they and they just did the like let's just hand it off to Leonard Fournette and two yards and a cloud of dust. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was it was it was painful to watch that fourth quarter. It was it was it was a car wreck in slow motion. It it really was. And like they and they thought they had the pick, and I, I believe I texted you guys like, "No, Ben," <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and it just it it, and it was such and an obvious. You, there hole some too, I saw right? some people. It was a face mask, but it yeah, was uh, mask, right? yeah. remarkably obvious. I saw some people say, "Oh man, Roethlisberger got bailed up by that call." I'm like, "Well, one of the dudes he was going to throw to like had his neck turned around by a <laughs> yeah. corner." So like you know, I'm, I feel as though yeah. so that that changed the way he was operating on that play. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about the Steelers in a minute. They're playing Denver this week, but I'm uh, this this Jags team is so depressing. This this team should be better than it is, and I know the fashionable thing is blame Bortles, but just looking at the the numbers the real quick here, well, other the than defense yeah. the defense is 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 sixth in DVOA, but like just not the the plays that we're used to out of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they they used to be able to get the short field and stuff like that. They're just not doing that. And they've they've had the defense not play well at some pretty inopportune times. Twenty uh, eighth, by the way, in offensive DVOA are the Jags because of course they are. Yeah. I still think Jacksonville should offer the Lions like four first rounders for Matt Stafford next year, <laughs> and then just hire some really good offensive coordinator as a head coach. Honestly, they should just they should call every team with a good quarterback in the league and make that offer. Like yeah. whatever, you know. Okay. 
Like this, the, this, like you know, this is this is the offer. Like we think we've got a Super Bowl team here. If we just had a quarterback, this is the offer. Just leave it and go from there. But uh, watch, they're going to up like, oh, Joe Flacco's the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars next season. Like, watch. Yeah. I'm not like serious. Like, no. Now that you say that, do loud, that, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> and, and like, it, it, they're going to do something like that. And like, it's going to be mostly like, it's going to be better than the Bortles situation, just from the lack of turnovers. But as far as the offensive creativity goes, it will somehow be worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like the fun football of Blake Bortles, <laughs> yeah. we got the upgrade for you. It's funny because we're ripping on this team completely. They're favored by three on the road, you guys. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, against but, yeah. Uh, the Raiders. They, the Vegas probably considers this to be the worst team in the NFL, right? I would think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I'm not betting on this game. What do you think, Bill? Um. I'll take three points at home with the Bills. I mean, yeah, they're both I, bad. give me some points, sure. Oh, I think so too. And Buffalo's defense is, is good, by the way. So this might be uh, as much as Dallas and Washington might be the, uh, the complete and total opposite of yeah. what uh, we saw Monday night. This game might be even oppositer. Yeah, even more opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Final yeah, score yeah. nine to five. So yeah, maybe I, maybe I, I just don't overthink this, and it's just take hold, the points. Just hold your nose and take the home dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, Seattle heads to Carolina. Carolina with a couple of disappointing weeks. They got hosed uh, by Pittsburgh on Thursday Night Football and then um, lost a tough one to my Lions where they tied it and went for the kill with the two-point conversion. Uh, I thought that was the right decision. It was why I, I agree. Did, like, I didn't want them to. Well, Here's the, the only reason. Them, yeah, as a Lions fan, the second I saw them lining up, I was like, oh, fuck, right? Like, here we yeah. go. And then uh, I agree. The only reason I would have thought about not doing it that way the line is scored in like two quarters or something like that. Yeah. 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 And your defense has been playing pretty well. The other thing is, again, you know, your defense have been playing pretty well, but Stafford still had a minute yeah. to get the field goal range. So it's not like, oh, yeah, if we get this, we That's win the true. game. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a win or lose the game right here proposition. It was a probably win or certainly lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So their, their kicker also helped uh, Ron make that decision, I think, because he was true. Graham Gano wasn't having a good day. Yeah. He, he, he missed point. an extra point and he missed a, a pretty short field goal, too. So they were missing four points at a game that they ended up losing by one. Right. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. If, if, yeah. if Rivera is thinking to himself, like, look, if we send the kicker out there, I'm not sure we make it. So let's just do this. That yeah. would be a perfectly reasonable line of thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're you're right. The, the, the big difference between that and when Tennessee did it earlier this year is if Tennessee scored their game over and the Lions, it was like, that Stafford yeah, is... They had a minute. I think they had a couple timeouts, too. Yeah, right? so if that, yeah, the if they had converted that, it wasn't like it was, hey, pack it in, game over, right? Yeah. But, like, I definitely... The second I saw them lining up for it, though, I was just like, ah, Christ, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, bad. Um, Carolina minus three and a half, Bill, against Seattle. Um, yeah, I, I think I like the Seahawks more here. Um. Neither I would have taken the Panthers two or three weeks ago, but uh, the Seahawks have looked a little bit better and the Panthers have looked a little bit worse. So I assume trends continue and the Seahawks put together a decent performance here. Craig and yeah. Craig. yeah. No, I'll. Uh, I, I think I like Seattle too. Yeah, they get a better record. They're, they're doing better on the road than they are. Well, they're they're. Record-wise, they're 500 both home and away. They got a lot of home games coming up. I, I think. 
Seattle might be poised to make a little run here because I'm. They've got a bunch. Seattle's of left. Yeah. Seattle's sitting twelfth in DVOA. They're five yeah. and five now. The NFC, it's a tough go right now. Mm-hmm. But like, so the division's obviously off the table for them. But yeah, it's uh, they've got a shot. Yeah, might be one of my five. The Seattle Seahawks. Um, a game that will definitely be one of my five. The Cleveland Browns are heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals coming off a tough loss. Back-to-back tough losses. They got hosed by New Orleans and then lost a close one to Lamar Jackson making his debut in Baltimore. A.J. Green, all signs point to him being ready to go in this game, which will give them a significant boost. Um, Cincinnati getting the three-point home bump. Give me Cincinnati. I don't. Uh, this is a strange line to me. What do you think, Bill? I think exactly that. I, I don't feel like... The Browns have done enough. Like the, the Bengals are a decent team. They absolutely are not equal to the Browns in getting a three-point bump at home. So better believe, give me those Bengals. Uh, I think it's closer. Like it's I think the Bengals are better making, too. Yeah, it's closer than than we're, than yeah. we're making it. Yeah, like, to just, me, like this this max is out of four, four and a half. Yeah, so. like we. I do feel like we're getting a free. Like this should be four. Right? Yeah, and and we're getting a free point here, and I do think that Cincinnati is going to win this game. Uh, but Cleveland is obviously playing much better over the over the last little bit, right? I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like I really like Cleveland eighth in defensive DVOA. I just I, I think that Cincinnati. I mean, I don't think the New Orleans game would have changed, but I think if AJ Green happened to be on the field for that Baltimore game, I think maybe that the Bengals probably would have won. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna take Cincinnati in that game. Uh, next up, the New England Patriots are heading to New York to take on the Nye Jets. JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, both teams coming off a bye. New England minus nine and a half on the road. Craig, Jets, please. Yeah, the Patriots. Two and three on the road record wise. Two and three on the road spread wise. The Jets, I mean, the Jets are, are, you know, not great against the spread in general, three and seven. But uh, New England just hasn't played well on the road, and this might reek of. I, I, I don't think that Bill Belichick has been spending two weeks thinking, what do I got to do to get ready for the Jets, right? The Patriots haven't beaten the Jets by more than ten in New York since 2012. Yeah, I mean, the, the... it's been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, do we know who's going to start this game for the Jets? I do not know at that point. At this point, I believe it's Sam Darnold, but uh, uh, I'm not uh, certain. I don't think that the coaching staff has said uh, um, they're optimistic that he's going to go, but they haven't said for sure. Yeah, foot is really good. They said, or yeah. but take that. That's NewYorkJets.com. So you know, take that for for whatever it is. Uh, anything to add on this one, Billy? Uh, no, I like the Jets. I think this game, these games are usually a little, always closer than you think. You know, even when, even years the Patriots are blowing everybody out of the water, they somehow beat the Jets. The game like, in New York and the game in Miami. It's never the game in Buffalo, but the yeah. game in New York and the game in Miami. Uh, they don't often lose in New York, but it's usually close. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Jets have, uh, the Jets have beat the Patriots uh, uh, twice since um, since the turn of this decade, uh, or three times rather in New York. Um, but two of them have been in overtime. But the game's always close, except 
Thanksgiving Day 2012, which uh, was infamous for um, Mark Sanchez yeah. running into Brandon Moore's behind. Yeah, the butt now, fumble. Now, I remember affectionately known as the butt fumble. Yeah, we, we were together for that one too, Craig. Yep. <laughs> I, yep. I, I uh, we were, were in Barry, I remember. Yeah, I believe we were at my place in Barry, and I believe yep. Richard was with us, and we were just like, and, and like we were all, I believe we all looked at each other and said, well, that's the end of Mark Sanchez, and it yeah. was. <laughs> it pretty much was. God. Um,. All right, so yeah, we kind of like the Jets as the, as the home dogs. Um, next up, the New York Giants head to Philadelphia. The surging New York Giants. What is going on with the NFC East, you guys? Philadelphia minus six, Craig. The, this Eagles team, man. Mm-hmm. Just a classic and they, hangover. Yeah, and, and dudes kept getting, like, and we talked about this before. <laughs> injuries happen to NFL teams. It's, mm-hmm. Football's dangerous. It's the way things are. But when injuries cluster, that's when problems start. And they cluster in important areas. That's when problems really get going. And for the Eagles, they have clustered in that secondary, man. I stared at this line initially. Like, when I first saw the minus six, I said, what? No way. I'm taking the Eagles. That's a complete overreaction to the to the rough couple of weeks they've had. The Giants aren't good. And it's, this is all bull crap. And then I looked at Philadelphia, and I'm like, wait a minute. They've got me playing in the secondary, basically. Right. right. They're like they called me up and were like, Matt, we need a safety this weekend. Can you be there? And I was like, Yes, I can. Can and... you come Odell Beckham? <laughs> exactly. And so I'm I, I I question my ability to guard Odell Beckham. So quite frankly. they called so, you and said, yeah. Can you practice Thursday? And you said, No, can't do yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And they said, What about Friday? And you said, Friday is Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And then what I about said, Saturday. What about Saturday? <laughs> True story. Yeah, true story. <laughs> oh, man. So, I, I don't know. I This is a stay away. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, um, I don't I don't love it. I, I think I take the Eagles here. I do think the Giants, especially on the road, aren't going to be impressive. I think they're going to struggle to move the ball other than with, um, with their uh, stud running back there. Um, I, I think the Eagles end up dominating the time of possession. I think the Eagles end up winning probably by more than six. All right. Um, last game of the 1 o'clock slate, the San Francisco 49ers head to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus 3.5 at home, and they are, for some inexplicable reason, starting Jameis Winston in this game. Holy fuck, what are you doing, Tampa I'm Bay? I'm thinking that the thought process was Fitzpatrick was so bad. Yeah, they but... just. I understand what your th- uh, your thought process here, which is, hey, if he gets hurt, then you owe him $20 million next year. I get that. But you mentioned last week, like, hey, what happens if the PA starts to grieve this? Mm-hmm. Which I think when Fitzpatrick was playing, like, reasonably well, they wouldn't have had much of a yeah. grievance. But after that first half in New York, mm-hmm. like, yeah. again, I don't know if the Tampa Bay coaching staff is thinking of this. They're probably just thinking, let's win as many games as we can to save our jobs. Yeah, that's uh, true, right? Yeah. So there's that element of it. But, yeah, with Fitzpatrick playing that badly, if if – James Winston had grieved that, hey, you're not playing me, and just because of the all, all the stuff, maybe he would have won. I don't know. I, I don't think that a grievance ever would have come from that, but Fitz, eventually Fitzpatrick was just playing so poorly that you just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, just what does the coaches of Tampa Bay have to do to save their jobs between now and the end of the season? I. Uh, win every single game and cure cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, that's, that's the. Point, that's you the don't but they, they're not thinking that way. They're thinking, oh, if we win all the games and we're going to make the playoffs, and uh, even though like any competent organization would have fired these people some time ago. 
Yeah. I'm just not to pile. I mean, we're already piling on the Simpsons references. So I like, I'm just, I'm picturing Dirk Cutter talking to somebody and somebody like one of his assistants coming. Are you starting Jameis? What if he gets hurt? Shh. I'm trying to get fired. Let her speak. Uh, <laughs> minus three and a half Tampa Bay. You guys, you guys want any piece of that? I'll bet on the Niners, but I'm not happy about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, marquee matchup of the one o'clock slate: easily Seattle at Carolina. Everything else isn't even close. Uh, everything else is borderline Scott Hansen to me, Craig. To be honest with you, like this is this yeah. is all time like, Scott Hansen week. Like you had a pick, you had your pick of the litter, right? Like, yeah, I went with Baltimore, Baltimore Jackson, but Buffalo. I could have, I could have done almost any of these games. Yeah, Cleveland Cincinnati's probably disqualified because Nick Chubb and with AJ Green back in the lineup and Nick Chubb being so yeah. awesome to watch. Uh Giants Philadelphia same thing cuz you got Beckham and Barkley in that game. New England and the Jets, I mean, I I hesitate to put New England in the Scott Hansen game, but they're not exactly sexy to watch these days, right? And they're not. San Francisco Tampa, ew, my God! Look, Craig's getting sleepy just hearing me rattle off. These yeah, games. I'm sorry. All I'm right, just, I can't well, handle it. No, so boring. Uh, four o'clock games. <laughs> Ain't much better in here, kid. Uh, Arizona heads to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Chargers laying twelve after uh, after. I mean, Chargers gonna charge against your Broncos, right? Like we 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 knew it was coming, and there uh, was a missed kick. Yeah, we we knew it was coming. We knew the Chargers were gonna charge at some point. I'm just glad it it, it was for you and your Broncos, there, Craig. Well, let me tell you something about. Well, we'll talk about the Broncos in a second, but uh, they're 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 lurking. They're lurking. I don't know if they if they if they go five and one down the stretch here. They're in a really nice spot, and the Broncos are sitting seventh in DVOA now. And we'll talk about the Broncos' schedule in a minute, but like. They might have a chance to rattle a couple off. Um, as for this game, Arizona's offense looks slightly more competent in the Byron Leftwich era, which, like, sure. Um, uh, of course, it was a low bar set by McCoy in this situation. I probably still go with the Chargers, just from the perspective of Arizona's going to have our time covering everyone. I think you'll see a lot of Patrick Peters and Keenan Allen, but the non-Keenan Allen players will probably have a nice day, and Patrick Peterson... Is, uh, is probably a Hall of Fame football player, but I don't know if he can sort of do that take guy away on his own type thing anymore. So, uh, no, give me uh, give me the the Chargers, but this is not going to be one by five because twelve is really high. Phil, anything bad? Uh, Cardinals. Um, I think when you get into lines, the one thing the Cardinals have been able to do a little bit better is is control the ball, have a sustaining drive. It's not like they're just going deep and and scoring. They've done that a couple of times, but. Uh, if you can sustain drives and, and, and make them last a while and control the ball a little bit, you're less likely to let that other team run away with it. And, and 12 points is, is pretty much running away with it. So I like the idea of them keeping it within a, a reasonable 7, maybe 10 points. Uh, so I take the Cardinals here. Yeah, I, I, the 12 for me is, is – I, I mean, it's not going to be one of my five, but the, the, the 12 for me is usually where I lean to. Uh, next up, Miami heads to Indianapolis. Indi- or Miami coming off the bye. Indianapolis looking real good. My God. Um, All of a sudden, Andrew Luck is not on his back most of the game, and yeah. that, that makes him more effective, which is weird. Yeah, I, I, I messaged uh, Craig this stat, Bill, but did you happen to catch the, the Andrew Luck stat that uh, was vis-a-vis Dan Marino that, that was kicking so. around? Um, Andrew Luck didn't get hit. In the last game against Tennessee, which would explain the like you know forty to two score or whatever the hell it was, mm-hmm. he, he didn't get touched. So basically, 
Andrew Luck has a streak going right now of 211 consecutive pass attempts um, since he was last sacked. Wow. So that's pretty good. Um, people were thinking, hey, maybe that's some sort of all-time record. Uh, and then they went back and they did a little research, uh, I think with some of the pro football focus guys. And they found out that the record for pass attempts between quarterback sacks was performed by Dan Marino from, I believe it was 1988 to 1990, during which he threw 752 pass attempts between sacks. Jeez. <laughs> like, so, when, when, when... When we say quick release, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, shut up, Dan Marino, okay? Like, that's, that's all, like, I don't want to hear anything else, right? And, like, Marino, and, w- like, we talk about, you know, Peyton Manning couldn't move and is one of the all-time great quarterbacks. Peyton Manning would, you know, run circles around Dan Marino. Yeah. So, my God in heaven on that stat. Um, Colts upright, they're playing well. Colts minus nine, what do you think, Bill? Um, yeah, I think you kind of got to go with the Colts here. I mean, the Dolphins are unlikely to put that much pressure on them. So, yeah, I mean, if Luck can stay upright, which he has for the last game, I would have more faith in, in Tennessee putting pressure on him than the Dolphins. So let's go with the Colts. I'm sorely tempted to lay the nine here. What about you, Craig? I am too. Tannehill's back. I don't know. How do we feel about Ryan Tannehill relative to Brock Osweiler? I truly don't know the answer to that well, question. Six and one back, quarterback of the other. Yeah, yeah fair it, enough. I agree with Bill, but it, it like it is a, and I lose the term, use the term loosely here. Upgrade. It it is an yeah. upgrade. Like it's not a full upgrade. Like it's not that that meme where you see somebody pushing the blue button that says upgrade, right? Like it's 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 <laughs> it's not that, but it's something. Um, yeah, I think I'm laying the nine here. Uh, yeah, I think I might be too. Yeah. All right. Uh, the things have just been riding too high for the Colts lately. And, and I think, well, we'll see. We'll see. They are due for a comeback to earth game, I think, but I, I don't know yeah. if the Dolphins on the road are, are that team. Dolphins coming off the bye though. Colts uh, most likely to be the second wild card in the AFC right now though. I believe so. Like, I, I don't think so. they're catching the Texans, but, uh, are they, they the most likely team left to... with the Texans? They have one or two games left with the Texans. I'm I'm looking right now. They might have two. If um, they have two, then we might want to pump. And maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just think the Texans are probably better than them. I think that the, the Texans have already beaten them once, though. Um, but yeah, uh, the Colts have a game left in Houston. Yeah, Houston beat them in. Oh, oh that was that weird overtime game. Remember where Frank Wright yes. did that weird football, like did that weird field goal attempt thing that he probably yes. didn't know. Yeah. Yes. So the Texans already have a win, and the remaining game is in Houston. That was one the of the like six other games that should have been a tie this yes. year. Yeah. The rest of the Colts' schedule, though, yeah. is at the Jags, at Houston, as I just said, home to the Cowboys, home to the Giants, home or at the Titans. Like that, it feels like there's a lot of wins in that the, the games that I just rhymed off there. So I hope so. Uh, last game of the four o'clock slate, the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off, uh, a complete drubbing of the Carolina Panthers and then snatching victory from the jaws of defeat against the Jaguars. They head to Denver to take on your Denver Broncos, Craig Denver, a three point home dog. I like Denver. 
And that's all I'm going to say, and then I'm going to let you do your thing. Go ahead. Broncos remaining schedule. The Broncos are four and six. Mm-hmm. Can nine and seven get you in in the AFC this season? Maybe it's possible. Here's the Broncos schedule after this week. If they were to beat Pittsburgh and get to five and six, at Cincinnati, at San Francisco, home to Cleveland, at Oakland, home to the Chargers. Mm, not impossible, improbable, but not impossible. There's there's a few bottom five teams in there. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Um, I, I I'm not gonna try to get my hopes up, but and mm. obviously I think for the long term health of the franchise, it's probably better that Vance Joseph gets fired, regardless of how this turns out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's not an easy road, but uh, it might be a road where yeah, if you just uh, if you win the games you've got, you're uh, you're you're gonna get there, and some of the games you've got here are winnable, and plus you know. Could we put together an argument that uh, I don't? I don't think like Denver is higher than the Patriots in DVOA. I don't think they're better than the Patriots by any stretch of the imagination. But other than the Chargers, Patriots, Chiefs, I guess maybe Houston. I don't think there's anyone who's I'm I'm certain is better than Denver in the AFC. Yeah. If you can get that matchup against the Texans in you know in the whatever the, the, the wild card, round. yeah, that's that's yeah. winnable. That's winnable. winnable. Yeah, could happen. No, we'll see. We'll see. I like Denver here. I think they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? Uh, I don't like Denver as much as you guys, um, but I do like Denver. I think um, in mile high, they should be able to keep this one fairly close, so I'll take the points. Um, But the Steelers' offense can be pretty explosive, so you never know when they're going to blow up. But I think Denver's a safer pick. Uh, Before we get to the night game, I should mention the two teams on bye this week, the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs. Feels like that should be illegal. In, in yeah. 2018. Those two they teams should just play every week as far yeah, as I'm Yeah, exactly. Those well, that's how we wound up with so many Scott Hansen games right there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, not a lot to say about those teams other than congratulations on one of the greatest football games I've ever seen. I mean, I mean that, that was, was amazing. It was so good. I mean, I think we rip on the defenses because, I mean, obviously there was 103 points, but the defenses contributed like a good, what, 20, 30 points to that? There were the actual, yeah. there were three scores. But there were also yeah. like a couple of fumbles that gave short fields for easy touchdowns and whatnot. Like the, the some guys made some plays. Yeah, some guys made some plays. Like the defense made that. Like that's how football, I think, kind of should be played. <laughs> I really like that. And teams just using so many creative plays and nobody backing down. Everybody just going for the throat. Punters barely seen. <laughs> right? It was just mm. other than other than the fact that Cleet Blakeman got a lot of screen time. I thought. Uh, I thought that was an excellent, excellent football game. Sunday night of this week, the Green Bay Packers head to Minnesota to take on your Minnesota Vikings, Bill. Vikings getting the minus three-point home bump. So they're saying these two teams are even, and Minnesota's getting the three-point home bump against the Packers. What say you, Bill? Yeah, I like my Vikings to win, but I've liked them to win a few times so far, and they've been disappointing. I I, I think the Packers have been a little underwhelming as well, um, so I probably take the Vikings for the sole reason that it's in Minnesota. If it wasn't for a Week 16 matchup, uh, the Detroit Lions, or sorry, a Week 17 matchup of the Detroit Lions defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road and Jay Cutler tearing his ACL or spraining or whatever it was in the first quarter and then of the NFC Championship game, Aaron Rodgers would not have a Super Bowl. 
And I think we'd be hearing a lot more stuff right now. I think there'd be a lot more Aaron Rodgers hot takes, is what I'm saying. If it wasn't for, yeah. if it wasn't for that uh, that Week 17 matchup for the Detroit, it always irks me that the yeah. Lions help Rodgers get that Super Bowl. God, that makes me so sick. Uh, that 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 particular knife cuts both ways, though. You look at uh, the season where the Packers lost once, and you know the Giants being up three at halftime, and Eli Manning hitting a 60-yard hail mary to Hakeem Nicks. Right. Uh, maybe if that doesn't happen, Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl that season. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sure. the Giants went on, went on to win that year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's oh, there's a lot of my yeah. That was the that was my glorious glorious uh, fifty to one, my greatest bet of all time. Giants Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Uh, there's there's just a lot like you know yeah. it, it's it's like most NFL careers. There's a lot that you don't necessarily control that uh, mm-hmm. that has a contribution to your legacy. So sure. Uh, anything to add to this game, Craig? Minnesota minus the three. Uh, the Packers have won one road game so far this season. It was that game in Seattle, and um, I uh, I don't think they're going to get two this week. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, I uh, yeah I think you're supposed to lay the three here. Next up, the Sunday nighter or the Monday nighter. Um, uh, this is the uh, for for me personally, this is the over under uh, Super Bowl. The over under bowl, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the over under Super Bowl for me here in in, in week twelve. Tennessee Houston. I need Houston to win this game. They beat Tennessee earlier this year, I believe. So hopefully yep. they can keep that going. Uh, I have no line currently on this game because we're waiting to hear about Mariota. It seems like he's going to. I've got I've got Titans. Uh, I got Texans minus six. Texans minus six. So that. Does that line... That's the Mariota plays line, I that's think. That's the Mariota because if plays this, line. If this is Blaine Gabbert, that goes up. Mm-hmm. So let's act as if uh, Mariota is playing and Houston is getting the minus six. How do you feel about that, Bill? I like Houston here. Mm. I think Houston's been a little more reliable. Titans have... I mean, they're not putting games together against bad teams, and, and, and Texans are a little better than that. Um, I like them to win by a healthy margin here. What a weird team this Titans team. The Titans team is really inconsistent. They're so weird. 24 Really the inconsistent. Um I'm going to I'm going to take Houston. Hmm. But like this is a team that got just and 38 to 10 was a flattering scoreline for them against yeah. the Colts. Well, cuz they got that garbage time score, right? Yeah. With, with, yeah. Like Mariota, it, this, Mariota this, did, Mariota did leave this game. And yes, that was. I mean, but it was. It was already a bloodbath. They 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 were already probably doomed by the time that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the team that uh, got blown out by the Colts seven days after beating the Patriots. Yeah, like those Patriots like, didn't. After back-to-back it's victories, not like yeah. After back-to-back victories where they embarrassed the Patriots, quite frankly, and they in, held the Patriots to ten. I don't care yeah. what what turnovers you're getting or whatever. You held the Patriots to ten points. You had a nice game. Yeah, it, like they embarrassed the Patriots and they embarrassed the Cowboys in their own building yep. on Monday Night Football. They should have had the Chargers beat three weeks ago. And yeah, and and yeah, man, like what a what a weird. It might be just that the Colts are actually good and we're not. Uh, yeah. Perhaps we're not accounting for that. And maybe the Patriots aren't that good, but yeah. Yeah. The Colts, by the way, 11th in DVOA. Really solid across the board. Their defense is 18th. That's the lowest they go. Uh, Really good special teams. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. Six might be a little high. But, uh, yeah, I'll certainly be rooting for Houston, but I only need them to win by one. (laughs) So... 
God. Um, yeah, anyway, go Houston on that one. Um, all right, so that is it. I am really excited for Thanksgiving Week 12 in the National Football League. We got our teaser. We got our parlay. And uh, what do you say we go ahead and do our five picks? Friends of the Show picks back this week. Woohoo! hoo um, uh, Rob Callflesh, who comes on all the time and does uh, a lot of comic books and whatnot. And most recently, he did his episode of uh, the Batman Animated Series commentary track on the episode called Harley and Ivy. So please go back and check that out if you're a Batman fan. Um, he is going to lay the points with New Orleans. He's going to lay the points with the Colts. He's going to lay the points with Tampa Bay. Uh, he's going to lay the points with New England, and he's going to take Oakland plus the ten and a half. So uh, I can't figure out why the friends of the show have been underperforming this year. Um, Bill Needles in first place still. Go ahead. All right. I will take the Nye Jets, my favorite squadron. <laughs> I will take the Cardinals to cover. I like the Seahawks, the Washingtons. And I will go with, uh, shoot, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions just to make Matt mad. All dogs from Bill. Interesting. Craig Needle, second place. Who you got? Mine looks similar. How many points am I getting with the Lions? Are we doing three or are we doing four? Because I've seen both. I had uh, three and a half. All right, three and a half. It has actually adjusted as you asked me that. It's down to Detroit minus three. So we better act quick on a couple of these bets. I've already I've already placed the one on the uh, on the on teaser. The teaser. Yeah, good. it's already it's already in the books. All right. uh, I'm taking the Lions. Okay. Uh, we'll say three and a half. I'm taking the Washington team. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. You. Because I'm as I'm sadistic. <laughs> uh, I am going to be taking the Jets, just like Bill. And my last one, I went back and forth on this a couple of different times, but um, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the New York Giants. Hmm. Mm. Right. You took a lot of bad football teams this week. I all, did, all but I just feel again. as though, yeah, all dogs again. Here's what I think is going to happen in that game, and I I just think we're going to a situation. You know how a couple of times a year Beckham catches the slant for ten yards and scores. I yeah. feel as though we're going to have that. That might happen a couple times this week. If if the Giants pull off this road win against Philly, and like obviously they're flying a little high, although they did beat the two worst, like two of the worst teams in the league back to back, so like let, let's not s in each other's d's just yet on on that one. Um, and Philly is raining, weaning, and have no secondary. As previously mentioned, I am going to be in the secondary for the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, if if the Giants beat Philly, all all of a sudden, my Giants over bet is like is like like taking off a of life support, right? It, yeah. It, 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 it's, oh no, it's, I think it's still on life support, but you just see the machine well, beeping every yeah, now and yeah, then. Yeah, it's, it's moving <laughs> like the fit. Like there's the, there's a finger moving, is what I'll say. It's definitely on you life even support. Even to eight, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, eight. All right. Yeah, I've I I I I wish you all the luck in the world. I do. I I, I'm gonna need it. I believe, but like. They've got a cream puff schedule the rest of the way, though. I think they got like, they might have to play. So you have you have one loss. You have one loss left on the schedule, is what you, you have. Two two losses, and I'm dead. I think with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So you you have yeah. you have one loss as your buffer. Yeah, one loss. Um, but yeah, if you look at the rest of the schedule, like the home game to Chicago's tough. Yeah. <laughs> but and like we'll see where the Colts are at in Week 17, but they might be the favorites in the rest of those games. Yeah, it's wow. Really weird. 
All right, uh, for me, uh, make it a clean sweep with the Jets. Um, I'm going to go with Bill, and I'm going to take Seattle. I'm going to go with Craig, and I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm going to take the three with Craig's Denver. And the only favorite any of us are picking this week, uh, any, any of the three of us anyway, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm going to lay the points with Cincinnati against Cleveland. So, uh, so we have one favorite amongst the 14 games that we've picked. Uh, crossover Podcast is available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. At Empire 6 for the Twitter account. Uh, we're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five-star reviews only. Uh, if you want to email us, contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com. And as always, please download, but you don't necessarily have to listen to this podcast. We'll be back next week doing our football picks as always. And... We're going to try, but I can't guarantee anything. I'm going to try to get out and see that uh, Fantastic Beasts movie. And then uh, hopefully I'll have Miller, who's our resident Harry Potter expert, uh, come on and discuss that with me. So uh, look out for that if we can actually do it. But we will definitely be back doing football picks next week. Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, it was a pleasure doing this with you guys. And I uh, can't wait to hang out with you guys and actually watch some football games this week. Look forward to it. All right. Take care, everybody. So bad.